Hi, this is Melissa Casson from Black Creek Investment Management on October 14th, 2020. This podcast is called Finding Upside in Safety and Vulnerability. I'm going to share examples of two stocks that we like in the portfolio that have opposing COVID-19 tailwinds and headwinds. While I'm using safety versus vulnerability to refer to the COVID-19 context today, it is a framework that is applicable in many market situations. This topic is relevant right now because we see crowding into companies that have COVID-19 tailwinds. A clear representation of this is the narrowing of the market into the largest index names technology-led, well-documented in the U.S. with the FANGs, but also present in international indices. While we can understand the temptation to chase this perception of safety, we see significant opportunity in high-quality businesses that are facing COVID headwinds. Because the future is uncertain, as it always is, We believe that our portfolio should hold companies that will outperform in different future states of the world, and that we should continue to hold a balanced portfolio of winning businesses in different sectors of the economy that are at prices that are likely to yield attractive risk-adjusted rates of return. For COVID-19 tailwind businesses today, this generally means that we have to believe that the future is bigger and brighter than what is embedded in the likely elevated share price. For COVID-19 headwind businesses, This means that we have to see a large enough margin of safety in terms of the share price, but also, and perhaps more importantly, in terms of the quality and adaptability of the business in case we live through a worst-case perpetual COVID world. We believe that we can find upside in stocks at both ends of this perceived safety spectrum and everything in between through leveraging our fundamental bottoms-up investment process that analyzes the qualitative and quantitative aspects of our companies relative to other opportunities. I'll now share an example from our portfolio at each end of the spectrum, Alibaba, a COVID-resistant company, and FEMSA. First, Alibaba. Alibaba is a COVID-resistant name that has outperformed significantly this year, but we still believe has significant upside opportunity. Alibaba is the largest e-commerce company in the world still growing gross merchandise value at a rate above 20% per year through adding additional customers and having those customers spend more with Alibaba each year. We think the company has unspent pricing power because its take rate that it charges merchants to sell to consumers is low relative to all the benefits that merchants accrue through selling on the platform, including customer acquisition, marketing, digital real estate, e-commerce software, logistics, and more. In other words, its customer value proposition to both merchants and consumers is extremely attractive relative to the alternatives of offline commerce and other digital platforms, and the company should therefore grow volumes and pricing well above the market for years to come. Despite the increase in share price this year, we still see Alibaba trading at a reasonably attractive free cash flow yield on its core business, even if we ascribe zero value to its other dominant attractive businesses, Businesses like AliCloud, the third largest cloud company in the world, and Alipay, the largest digital payments company and arguably the largest fintech in the world. We obviously think these businesses are worth more than zero and therefore see significant room for upside in the valuation of this company over the long term. Now on to FEMSA. FEMSA has been an underperformer for us this year. 
FEMSA is a holding company with three main businesses. The first and largest is a passive investment in Heineken shares, the European beer manufacturer. The second piece of the business is OXO, the largest convenience chain in Mexico. And the third piece of the business is an investment in Coca-Cola FEMSA, the largest Coke bottler in the world. All three parts of the business are leading, winning, high-return businesses that are taking market share in their respective markets. But all three of these businesses are facing headwinds because of COVID. The company is extremely cheap on normalized, non-COVID world earnings and will re-rate meaningfully in a post-COVID world if we get a vaccine. Therefore, we believe the price offers an attractive margin of safety and also the quality of the assets and strength of the management gives us comfort. Management have been excellent capital allocators over the last many decades and continue to be. They are taking the opportunity during this crisis to opportunistically tuck in attractive assets and small acquisitions. We see tremendous upside from current share prices today in a post-COVID world, but also believe in the business's ability to restructure, adapt, change, gain market share in the worst scenario of a perpetual COVID world. Hopefully these two companies exemplify how we try to find upside in both safety and vulnerability and why this can be a useful tool in managing through uncertainty. Basically, we're continuing to do what we always do, which is invest in a portfolio of diversified winning businesses, trading at attractive share prices relative to their intrinsic value. We think that maintaining this discipline with respect to our investment process is the best way to navigate uncertainty. Thanks so much for your attention and support. I hope you have a great day and safe and fulfilling remainder of the year. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.